Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. As I dive into how Europe is dominating market demand and supplies of LNG and the implications of this on lesser developed countries. A surge in appetite from Europe for liquefied natural gas or LNG to replace Russian pipeline exports is leaving developing countries starved of gas and creating a parallel or underground market for traders to profit from a rush to secure supplies in these uncertain times. China, India, Brazil, Pakistan and Bangladesh will have the highest rate of decline in demand for LNG this year, down 34.5 million tonnes compared to last year's forecast, according to data from the commodity analysis firm ICIS. That equals to roughly 9% of global LNG supplies in 2021. Increasingly, they are being outbid for expensive LNG by richer countries trying to fill their hole in energy supplies left by Russia, decreasing its energy exports. Demand in Europe, Japan, South Korea, Taiwan and Thailand is expected to increase by a total of 46.6 million tonnes this year. Europe, including the UK, accounts for 85% of the increase in demand, according to ICIS. This imbalance threatens to push many emerging economies into energy crises that may prolong their reliance on dirtier forms of fuel, such as coal, and thus prolong the world's switch into cleaner forms of energy. LNG traders are also looking to profit from differences in prices on global markets, because these countries often use the spot market to buy the commodity. Spot markets are markets where commodities are traded with immediate delivery. Countries like Pakistan and Bangladesh have been hanging on and been paying as much as they can in this bidding war, mainly with Europe on spot cargoes, said Alex Sio, lead Asia gas analyst at ICIS. We still hear them going out trying to bid at lower prices, and sometimes they do get that odd cargo here and there. Unfortunately, it's not enough for all. With the level of LNG demand increasing, it is safe to say that the LNG market will continue to be tight until 2025 to 2026, when some of the bigger LNG supply plants come online, Xiao added. That squeeze has lifted the average price for the Asian market this year nearly 140% higher than last year. One LNG trader said that since the summer of last year, when gas prices started to rise in both Asia and Europe, he has seen several instances of industry players cancelling their long-term contracts and selling their cargoes on the spark market at a higher margin, despite risk of completely destroying trust. This shows the high risk that producers want to take just to take advantage of the surge in price recently. Toby Copson, global head of trading and advisory at Trident LNG, a gas trading company, said if traders can make more profit by cancelling the cargoes and selling it on to someone at a hefty uptick, they're going to do that every time. If you're on the other hand of this trade, then it is frustrating. And with the market being so tight now, it'll have disastrous consequences, he added. The developing countries that have not been able to secure LNG are increasingly turning to dirtier forms of fuel. Consultancy Wood Mackenzie said small industries in India are switching to fuel, oil and liquefied petroleum gas for heating, or LPG, 
while oil-fired power generation has surged five-fold in Pakistan and 45% in Bangladesh. The high prices of LNG and other fuel sources have been painful for countries in South Asia particularly, which are heavily dependent on imported natural gas for electricity generation. Both Pakistan and Bangladesh, for example, have experienced widespread power outages in recent months. In Pakistan, the fuel shortages have prompted a surge in demand for alternatives like coal from neighboring Afghanistan, with the Taliban as promoted exports to its energy-starved neighbor, exploiting the situation. Some researchers estimate that Afghanistan's coal exports to Pakistan have doubled this year. If Europe does not cut gas consumption, come March of next year, we could be at the exact same place where it has to be soaking up more LNG. And so, countries in emerging Asia are going to grasp at any opportunity they can to keep the lights on. And that may mean dirtier fuels that may be greater imports from nearby countries. To conclude, when countries use dirtier fuels, though it may seem beneficial for them in the short run, it is detrimental to both the environment and other third parties as several negative externalities of production will arise. So that's it for today's episode folks, hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. Stay tuned and see you next week.